We start with an exclusive BBC interview with the man who's planning to take on Vladimir Putin in Russia's presidential election. He stands no chance of winning, of course, but given what has happened to many opposition politicians, it is a move that carries significant personal risk. But Boris Nadezhin is an anti-war campaigner who's now got over 150,000 signatures from members of the public, which means he's passed the threshold which allows him to stand as a candidate. We'll talk to him live in just a moment or two. First, though, let's get more from Olga Malcheska in the newsroom to tell us more about how he's managed to get enough support in a country where criticising Russia's special military operation can result in a jail sentence. This is Yakutsk city in northern Russia. It is minus 43 degrees Celsius and people are queuing to pledge their support to the opposition candidate Boris Nadezhdin. Now, such queues have been seen across Russia and he has to gather over 100,000 signatures to be eligible to stand against Vladimir Putin in the next presidential race. What do we know about Boris Nadezhdin? Currently, he is one of the most prominent critics of Putin and his war in Ukraine. On his official website, he says, Putin made a fatal mistake by starting the special military operation. That is how the war in Ukraine is known in Russia. Now, people who give their signatures for Boris Nadezhdin are also at risk because it's not only their signatures, they also have to provide very sensitive personal data, including their address and passport numbers. And let's look what happened to other prominent opposition leaders. Boris Nemtsov was murdered in 2015. Alexei Navalny was poisoned and jailed. Well, that's a little of the background and the process. So let's speak live to Boris Nadezhdin. Thank you so much for joining us here on BBC News. Let me start with a really straightforward question. Tell me why you're standing against Vladimir Putin. I ran for presidential election because I think that uh, President Putin has made a fatal mistake, as you have already said, starting the special military operation. We use this term in Russia because I have to uh, in Russian law. And second, uh, the main problem is that Putin sees the world from the past and drags Russia into the past. Uh, Russia needs a future, the future of a country that free and uh, peaceful country and educated people will return to this country because you know a lot of people away from russia from the starting of this special military operation so it was the main reason for me to start my campaign against the politics of current president you say the special military operation is a fatal mistake how much unease is there amongst the, the public opposition to this war is it possible to say uh, when a special military operation just started in February 22, a lot of people supported it. A lot of people, because we have many years of propaganda, 10 hours each day, uh, explaining people in Russia that in Ukraine, uh, power has taken by Nazis, fascists, Bandera, etc., etc. And a lot of people really think the same. And uh, uh, in this time, in the very beginning of special militarization, just about about 20, about 15, maybe 20 percent of all the people were against the special military operation from the start, like me. But now the situation has changed dramatically, because after about two years, a lot of people understand that uh, life in Russia became more complex, 
we have less and less food and uh, drugs in our uh, stores and shops and uh, the price is higher and uh, a lot of people died a lot of people died uh, and briefly this... briefly on this i read that a lot of mothers of, of soldiers fighting in ukraine are, are supporting your campaign or have contacted you is is that the case yes of course because uh, uh, you should understand that I'm a councilman for 33 years from 1990. I'm councilman in my city of Dolgoprudne, where I'm now. And of course, it's my electors, it's my voters. The soldiers and their mothers and their wives, they're my voters. And we have about 300 people taken to this special military operation from my city. And of course, I have to contact with them. And I started contact with them a year before, and now they became a very big, uh, very big activity. Dozens of thousands of these women, dozens of thousands all over the Russia support my, support me and my campaign now. And, and, uh, and do I, you think, do you okay. think you'll be able allowed to stand or do you think the authorities will find a way somehow of blocking you of course uh, of course the putin's administration has a lot of opportunities to block me but now everything uh, is going very well for us many many hundreds of thousands of people all over the world support me russian people all over the world because a lot of russian people are now in great britain in united states in france in germany in turkey it's all over the world we collect signatures in 300 cities of 42 states all over the world it's absolutely i i will say it's absolutely crazy support now you know what happens to vocal opponents of Vladimir Putin. You were close to Boris Nemtsov. He was murdered, Litvinenko poisoned, Navalny poisoned, now in a penal colony, even Prigozhin. Do you recognize that there is a risk to your life of actually doing this? I am more than 30 years in Russian politics. From 1990, I was first time elected. 20 years from 19 uh, from 2003 i criticized mr putin and very hard i, I would say criticize mr putin i never uh, i have no violation of russian law all this time i run only in accordance with russian constitution and in accordance with russian law i never said bad words about mr Pearson personally, Mr. Putin personally. But you it's... know what has happened to Alexei Navalny. All of those around his campaign talk about the trumped up charges. You, you said to our producer, now it's not the time for fear, but isn't exactly the time for fear. Isn't your family nervous, worried, oh. startled by the potential of what could happen here? Frankly speaking, in the start of my campaign, uh, I have declared that I will run for president in July on the meeting of Central Election Committee because I ran for governor of Moscow Oblast and I was out from this campaign. It was uh, court, etc., etc. But I declared in July. And uh, frankly speaking, my family was not very glad first time. But I said to my wife and I said to my children, I have four children, some of them older, some of them. 10 years, etc. And I said them that our life, the life of 
me, of my children, of my grandchildren, of my grandchildren, maybe I will see them. The life will be much better if we will change the Russia. And now they understood, and now my family support me. Not, not only my family. I think millions, dozens of millions people in Russia support me, really. But briefly, they were scared when you told them what you planned to do. Uh, I, I believe in best future of Russia and best future of me. Now, you must realise that you're not going to win. So what realistically are you hoping to actually achieve here? We have Russian proverb. The appetite is coming during you eat. I don't know the English variant of this, but when you start something, you have a little aims, little aims. Later, you achieve these aims and you begin to uh, run for a little more aims, and etc., etc., etc. Two weeks before, two weeks before, when we start collect signatures, nobody can believe in Russia and abroad that we will collect more several hundreds of thousands of signatures. Nobody believed, and so I think that uh, my, 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 my aim is to change the Russia. Maybe I will not be elected the president in um, 7th of March this year, maybe, but I should have the best result because I know exactly. We start the speech that just 15 or 20 percent was against the special military operation when it starts, really. But now more, um, much more. The majority of Russians wants peace. The majority of Russians wants peace. It's absolutely. I talk with people. Yes. I, I visited many cities in Russia and a lot of people coming. Hundreds of people, big crowds of people speaking with me on streets and on meetings, etc. A, a final question then. You, you say you hope this will start the process of bringing change. What change do you actually want? And a, and a final point, because Vladimir Putin has been in power since 2000. He would argue he's restored Russia's position in the world as a global power, a real influence. How would you describe where Vladimir Putin has taken Russia? I have already said that Putin has made a lot of mistakes. By the way, not only special military operation, practically he destroyed the key institutions of uh, modern government, of modern state in Russia, like parliament, like courts, like free elections, etc. Et so my job will be to restore these institutions, to restore this institution. I have the document called the Plan of Nadezhdin. Plan of Nadezhdin. What I will be, what I will be doing in the first day of my term, the first week, first month, first year, first term, etc. And my first task will be to stop the conflict with Ukraine and then to restore the normal relations between Russia and Western community, including United States, Great Britain, included Germany, France, European com community, etc. And then I should restore the normal institutions, the normal elections, the normal parliament, the normal, and by the way, the free of work in Russia, free of mass media. I have a lot of job. I have a lot of job. And my aim is to make the Russia great, peaceful and free country. Just 10 seconds, if you would. If Putin wins, as everyone expects, what then?
I am not sure that I will win this time, but I am absolutely sure that Putin will not rule the Russia six years more. Absolutely sure. Because more and more people each day understand that he drags Russia in this track of militarism, in this track of authoritarianism, track of isolation. This track killed the Russian Empire in 1917. This track killed the Soviet Union in 1991. And more and more people understand that we should be away from this track to the white road of normal life. Boris Nadirzin, thank you so much for taking time to speak to us here on BBC News. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.